0: Hello everyone, Alan Mishra here from Vitality Explorers. Please sign up at VitalityExplorers.com for free scientific information about how to enhance your physical, mental, social, and or spiritual well-being. We're going to start the podcast today with a quick quote. Quote, only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. And that's from Robert F. Kennedy. Uh, You might have thought it might have been from Theodore Roosevelt, but it's from Robert Kennedy. So during today's podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, whether or not anybody has found the fountain of youth. We're going to answer the question of whether seven or 10,000 steps is uh, important for decreasing your risk of dying prematurely. And we'll talk a little bit more about the upcoming Stanford Vitality course. So please share this podcast with your friends and family to enhance their vitality and help support the work that we're, we're doing. Uh, by leaving us a five-star rating on the Apple Podcasts if you are enjoying what you are learning uh, from this Vitality Explorer podcast. So let's start with that fountain of youth question. Has anybody found the fountain of youth? Now, I think there's a lot of uh, newspaper articles about billionaires trying to hack aging, and they're literally putting in tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars into finding ways to extend their lives. I think the rest of us are also searching for meaningful ways to extend our lives or our longevity, but I think more importantly, our vitality. Uh, if that's something you're interested in, you can always join Vitality Explorers to receive free text message uh, newsletter each week on your phone or listen to this podcast. But back to the question of what is the status of the search for the fountain of youth in 2022? Now, I'm going to boil it down to my take on that question, which uh, can be s- finished in, I think, just a sh- very short sentence here. Eat less, eat less often, and exercise more. Okay, now that's my take. Now, let's review a recent article, a review article, that attempted to answer that question in a little more scientific fashion. And you can see the abstract and all the uh, graphics on the Vitality Explorer News Substack site. So the article that we're talking about uh, today it starts out with a profound statement. Quote, the risk of morbidity and mortality rises exponentially, exponentially with age. The risk of morbidity and mortality rises exponentially with age. Now that's a really captain obvious statement. Uh, I think the question really should be, can we do anything about it? And there's a few things that correlate with aging. Chronic inflammation, damage to our DNA, those are associated with a variety of diseases including cancer, heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis. And dysfunction of the powerhouses, the cellular powerhouses that we have within each of us, billions of them, our mitochondria, are also associated with aging. And the latest rage is the accumulation of senescent cells. Now, these senescent cells can trigger inflammation, and really a senescent cell is a normal cell that's been transformed into one that's secreting a variety of molecules associated with inflammation. Uh, People have also, myself included, been searching for biomarkers of aging. You can find things in your blood such as your hemoglobin A1C, which is related to your fasting, uh, blood glucose over a period of time. Other physiologic markers such as grip strength. Neurologic measures, uh, markers or measures such as the mini mental health state exam. And now artificial intelligence driven markers are being explored such as DNA methylation, methylation status. Boy, I'm stumbling on that one. DNA methylation status. Now what does that mean? That means these little methyl groups that are are around your DNA can be a marker of aging. And even facial recognition software is uh, jumping into the game as as a biomarker of aging. Now clinical trials are underway to investigate the value of, of interventions such as caloric restrictions, NAD plus supplementation, pharmacologic interventions, targeting senescent cells, and exercise. And I just want to read you a summary of the findings from the review article. Again, you can find all the references on the Vitality Explorer News uh, Substack site. But uh, here, here it is. Caloric restriction, quote, appears to increase parameters of health in humans, unquote. Next one. Effect of increased NAD levels through exogenous supplementation have not been demonstrated and remain to be investigated thoroughly in large-scale trials. And NAD is a, a supplement that has been, again, investigated and is being widely marketed right now, but the jury's a little out on that one. So, clinical quote, clinical trials with senescent reducing in, in interventions are still in an early stage and need further investigation, unquote. And then the final uh, sort of parameter here, quote, overall, the, the study argues endurance training reduces inflammation uh, in young men and old men while senescent levels increase with age and are perhaps unaffected by endurance training. So that kind of means exercise can ha- maybe reduce your inflammation but isn't a complete or perfect answer to uh, some of the things that happen with aging. So, in, quote, in conclusion, clinical trials targeting aging in humans uh, have shown promise but limited results on the biomarkers so far. With the emergence of AI-driven complex aging and health predictors, uh, may allow us to accurately measure the aging process. So the review paper is a fascinating look into the state-of-age hacking. Uh, I think it's clear that the um, the status of of the fountain of youth here in 2022 is still immature. I'll place my bet right now on common sense things like better diet, more exercise, better social connections, and service to others as the best ways to live a long and vital life. Um, I, I, right now, I think searching for a vitality pu- pill is a futile exercise. I really believe that we can live our most uh, vital lives only by taking ownership of our choices and decisions. And so uh, that's a very interesting article that um, was just very recently published. Again, you can see more of the details on the Substack site. Let's move to this crucial question of, should you um, do 7,000 or 10,000 steps per day? Uh, Which is the better one to do to reduce the risk of dying? Um, so that's, that's a question. Many of us have been told we're supposed to take 10,000 steps a day. That's the recommendation by a lot of apps, but is that really true? And can we get away with about seven, seven thousand steps? So a recently published study, and as we do with almost everything with Vitality Explorer news when we can, we base it on peer reviewed published data from excellent journals. Uh, so this journal, uh, this article by, um, they uh, looked at almost 2,100. I uh, looked at 2,110 adults, average age about 45, over a period of almost 11 years, and they followed how many steps per day the participants took using an accelerometer. It was kind of attached to their hip by a strap. So this has been going on for a long time. So this is, predates some of the watches that now do that very well for us. Um, and then they categorized those participants into low uh less than 7000 steps uh moderate 7000 to 10000 steps or high greater than 10000 steps. And the endpoint of the study was specific. It was death. <laughs> Medically this is known as all quote all cause mortality. So the graph up on the Substack site uh shows that you know uh it is has all cause mortality as sort of the um uh, marker on the, on the graph, but 72%, or 70, excuse me, seventy-two percent, or seventy—excuse me—seventy-two people died during the study, or about three point four percent of the study population. Uh, the investigators then analyzed how many steps per day and the risk of death, and they found a, what they call a dose re- response decline in mortality. More steps taken resulted in less or lower risk of death, um, and it was really a very good study, obviously because they did over two thousand people, they followed them for mo- almost eleven years. And here's the conclusions. Quote, adults taking at least 7,000 steps per day compared with those taking fewer than 7,000 steps per day had approximately a 50 to 70% lower risk of mortality. 50 to 70% lower risk of mortality. Taking more than 10,000 steps was not associated with further reduction in the mortality risk. So this study suggests we should get at least 7,000 steps per day um, taking up to 10,000 could be a little more beneficial, but beyond that, it doesn't seem to be that valuable. Um, but, and if you look at the graph on the in, in the study, it's kind of an interesting. There's a slow drift upwards past about 15,000 steps, towards 20,000 steps per day, that seem to be a little increased risk compared to 10,000 steps. So um, they didn't really comment on the study on that. I think further trials are are, are warranted to look into if there's really an upper limit of how many steps we should take today before it becomes counterproductive. Um, So again, check out the Vitality Explorer Substack site for further information on those two studies and to see the graphs and other comments. final thing we're going to talk about today is the Stanford Continuing Studies, How to Enhance Your Vitality course, that is now open for enrollment. You can uh, go to Stanford Continuing Studies uh, on the on the web and uh, just type in Alan Mishra or How to Enhance Your Vitality. You will find it. There are a few spots left for this. This course is going to be uh, taking place in April of 2022, every Wednesday night from 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Pacific time. It's open to anybody worldwide that would like to, to join. Uh, and we're going to look at a very comprehensive take on vitality over four weeks, focusing on four pillars of physical, mental, social, and spiritual. We will nail each one of those with the best up-to-date scientific information. We'll have exercises on how to improve each one of those parameters. And most importantly, from the many uh, classes I've done this before five times, uh, there's a social connected uh, tissue that develops in the class that's uh, just unparalleled. So Uh, Check that out if you're interested in it, and I hope you've been enjoying the Vitality Explorer News podcast. Again, you can find it at Apple. Uh, Please please leave us a five-star rating if you find this interesting uh, or enjoyable or informative. Uh, You can also uh, sign up at at vitalityexplorers.com to receive this information free via text uh, on your phone. So I hope everybody has a great week, and get out there and dare to be vital.